This is Gail Cook. And this is Kara Amy Maxfield. And this is Permanent Filter. Hello, everyone. This is Kara Amy Maxfield. And this is Gail Cook. And Kara Amy's is back! (laughs) (laughs) We're back again. And this week's episode is called Top of the Pods. And that's a little bit of a nod to... to the Brits in the 1970s, had a very popular show. And uh, I come from a British background, but I never, this was before my time, never saw the show, wasn't in England at the time. And uh, and it was just made superstars of many, of uh, uh, Rod Stewart, of uh, I believe that Queen was on, Beatles, Rolling Stones. And anyway, so Top of the pods is a little bit of play on words and a nod to the top of our pods. So today we're going to be discussing all things podcasting. So what we like about the podcast that we listen to, why we decided to start a podcast of our own, and some of our favorite podcasts in general. So... uh, so Gail, here we are. And, Woohoo! Uh, so before we actually started, before we started recording, you were talking a little bit about how you listen to the podcast that you listen to. So you were saying that um, you'll often be doing another activity as yeah. you're going along. I don't have a lot of sit down t- time like during the day, hmm. and sometimes not even during the night. I mean, got stuff to do making dinner, etc., etc. So mm-hmm. I usually listen to podcasts um, while I'm doing other things. Like when I was at work, I could... Um, Is that listen- part of the appeal of it for you? Is that you can, unlike, say, watching a video, you mm-hmm. can listen to a podcast and do other things? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's hands-free. And mm-hmm. if if you're not trying to concentrate on something on a screen or whatever then i like to have a little entertainment Mm. listen to some entertainment so it's either (laughs) it's either podcasts or audible books oh okay yeah okay so one of the two the information and the knowledge and the ideas keep flowing yeah your brain's still working when what you're doing is not yeah yeah, that's a great way of putting it yeah when maybe maybe the activity isn't very challenging, yeah. shall we say, or it's something that you can do on autopilot, you know, yeah. in, in the car, yeah. in the car, that still can be challenging, but you can turn a portion of your mind off for that. Yeah, but I, like I said, it's usually when I'm up doing stuff like making dinner or mm. when I, when my job entailed like walking the halls, mm. doing stuff, then that was a perfect time yeah. to do have some entertainment right so sure yeah so that's how i generally do it like specifically i find for with podcasts it's interesting because i started once i got addicted i've been addicted now for uh i had got an ipad at the time or a rent to own from a friend which Mm -hmm. i had to give back long story but anyway now i i listen on my simless phone okay other story but it it has become primarily a podcast delivery system that's Mm -hmm. that's the reason that i use it because i'm so hooked on the podcast and i subscribe to about i checked yesterday i think it's about 78 now Mm -hmm. not all of those are weekly or daily goodness sometimes they release sporadically but that still is on on my subscription list and i i do listen to all of them but i found something what was interesting about it was 
that I can only, I do like, like you, I like to be doing something else as I'm listening to a podcast because it feels like I'm multitasking, even mm-hmm. though multitasking is being despondent. Uh, and, uh, it, well, in terms of if you're doing like, you can, you can't do a lot of complicated things at one time. You can mm-hmm. only do like, you can do them poorly. But if you have to do something that's very cerebral, then you can't do several cerebral things at one time. It's just yeah. prove it. And I, I like the fact that you can like rewind <laughs> as many times as yeah. you can yeah. Exactly. It's like, like no, 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 no. oh crap. Seconds, right. Yeah. yeah. Want to listen to that. Want to listen to that again. So, and then like with the audible books, you can't market it anyway. You can't bookmark it with the podcast. You can that... book, bookmark audible books. Oh, but audible, but not podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, unless, you know, there's... Not that I'm aware oh, of, anyways. Okay. But... And I am not aware. And sometimes <laughs> sometimes that's that's for the best. But um, because then I'm going to be spending even more time on them. But I do find, what I do find interesting about the way that I listen to podcasts is that I can't do something that's too mentally engaging and listen to a podcast. I can mm-hmm. listen to music and be on in the background, and it's just sort of putting me in the rhythm as I'm doing writing or working on something sort of... Uh, uh, cerebral but with a podcast when it's good I want to be like either driving or doing something housework something I don't have to think about because they're so interesting I hope you're thinking about driving (laughs) well I'll just put it out there on that autopilot have you you know the whole experience when you're driving along go how do I get from here to there or I'm really not thinking on a conscious Mm -hmm. level but believe I'm a safe driver. I just want that out there. I am a very safe driver, so there's not. I, I am not relinquishing my responsibilities as a driver there. But it is. Um, but because there's so many fascinating ideas, which is the reason that I got into podcasts mm-hmm. full time, uh, full time listening, is because of those ideas. So I really want to be involved if i'm involved in another activity i want it to be something in which those ideas can flow over me so right. also going out for a walk as well too yeah so going and just having the headphones on and then just listening to this again the multi you're getting the exercise and you're listening to the podcast but um i realized like with all these podcasts that the these subscriptions that i have um that they really can be grouped into different categories mm-hmm. of things that um, things that I'm interested in. So one of the interests that we both share that brought us together as friends was the uh, was food. So we both loved we both love to eat and we love to cook, but we love experimental. Like we mm-hmm. love to experiment. Yes, we like to try interesting food. We like to, and we also like to talk about sort of food and ingredients. And all of kind of the politics around that mm-hmm. and just like the food policy and also we lots of uh, lots of our discussion involves around uh, food security, food insecurity, especially yeah. in these times of COVID. But even prior to prior to COVID, the whole well, notion of, you know, of having enough to eat and having it handy and having it available. Yeah, well, we're both um, we're. We're not wealthy. Let's just put it that way. So and that's why we started a podcast. Yeah. We're not uh, women of independent means. We are hardworking ladies. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I mean, money's tight, so mm-hmm. you gotta think of like food and the politics of food, and sure. hoping sure. to God you have enough food sometimes and yeah. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. So I, I find that. Um, 
several of the podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis are ones that involve around food. And, and they're often a mix of, uh, sometimes they can give a recipe and then of course there'll be a link because the, there's nothing as unproductive of like, hey, watch me, <laughs> what? look, you know, um, listen to my podcast and listen to me cook a dish. So you do want some, some sort of visual or some link back to a recipe. Well, I kind of wondered how they do the food ones because you can't, food is very visual. <laughs> so I just kind of wondered, but I guess they include a link. In they the do include a link. So yeah. they will. Okay. So one in question that, um, that I'm a big fan of is um, Christopher Kimball's Milk Street. So uh -huh. the title of the uh, the podcast is Milk Street. Christopher Kimball is a long time uh, cook at Cooks Illustrated. Oh yeah. So it's uh an, an, an illustrious publication that has been around for, for a long time. Lots of illustrations, hence the name. And he often, like, he has fascinating conversations, again, that go, the, you know, all about all areas of food. I mean, the politics of food, the science of food, the trends of food, mm -hmm. the culture of food. And they will talk about, like, the best, you know, the best, best uh, gravy that you've ever eaten. You know, mm, those gravy. kind of um and and then include a recipe right but as to your as to your pondering of like well how would that work with a podcast and a recipe it's because it's surprising miss gail because <laughs> when somebody actually is really into food uh -huh. the description can be extraordinarily helpful in giving you a sense of how the food is going to turn out interesting because i'm a very when it comes to that, especially, I'm a very visual person. Like, as, I like am I, to see as am I. As yeah. How yeah. they're doing yeah. it, how it's being prepared, mm -hmm. and what it should look like afterwards. Mm -hmm. Because, mm -hmm. you know, then I have some sort of benchmark, but mm -hmm. I should try out a food podcast. And that would lead you. So it's kind of a gateway because, yes, I do admit, being a visual, a visual person myself, then I'm off to see what do they have on YouTube, what do they have on their own channel mm. in terms of the visual. But here's, let's put it this way, it whets your appetite for cool. the podcast, whets your appetite to explore further. Nice. And actually, even when it comes to, um, um, and I'll talk about that in the sort of second category of podcasts that I listen to, is that it's a matter of, being an entry point right so a number of podcasts where they're dealing with matters political or especially dealing with ideas in general mm -hmm. or I, I especially enjoy podcasts where they talk about um they'll talk about how like here's common beliefs Mm -hmm. So this isn't conspiracy, this, well, I'm not talking about conspiracy theories or anything like mm -hmm. that, but it's just like, here's, how did people view this particular case or this particular incident of the time and right. as more knowledge has been gathered? So things like that help me to go do a deep dive. I'm like, never thought about that before. Hmm. And then things kind of spin out from there. Right. So that's, that's sort of the second favorite category, but just going back to the, um, the whole uh, to the food podcast so another one that i enjoy is one called gravy and this there the forte of gravy is actually about southern food right so both of us oh, are God, big southern fans food. southern food uh, and both of us are lovers of 
New Orleans, which is yes. the mecca, can one say, uh, of, of delicious foods of all sort, of all kinds. And when I was in New Orleans, I the last time, a couple of years ago, I visited this wonderful museum, which was the Museum of Southern Food. Right. And um, a small space, but well utilized. And they had all sort of the Southern states, um, basically, you know, sort of, uh, recognized with the different specialties from those foods. There was a cooking class. They took a Cajun cooking class. So this gravy, this gravy podcast, actually, that's the focus of it. Right. So it's the politics and the food of the South. Oh, and it, wow. it's really interesting because it gets into a lot of things dealing with issues of racism. And you wouldn't think food would be a portal to talking about the social issues, but it absolutely is. So they're talking about like, you know, just sort of like the ownership or the fact that certain things that were always part of the African-American Southern experience uh -huh. um, then become mainstream. And people are like, oh, can you believe what they're doing with pork bellies, where there have been African-American cooks who are doing this out of necessity. A lot, right. of, a lot of Southern food just in general is food that's very, um, it's, it's alchemy at its best because right. it's taking... It's taking often the most modest um, parts of, you know, of animals of, of like pigs and and uh, and making like gold, spinning gold right, out of them. Right. So that's kind of like so they discuss a lot of that. So that's gravy. That's another one of my favorite food podcasts. And then there's the sporkful. So uh, a friend uh, Ayako is a big uh, lover of the sporkful as well too, and she and I will often have like. Have you listened to the latest one, The Sporkful? And one in particular that actually won, um, uh, was awarded a prize. I believe it was the James Beard Award for a podcast. Oh, wow. It was a food award was about the Aleppo sandwich. And it was talking about the politics of um, the war in Syria. Uh -huh. And about the sandwich, told through about the sandwich shop, where this reporter who was on the ground in um in syria was trying to find go back to this place where the you know the area that had been war torn and trying mm -hmm. to recreate the sandwich but through the discussion of this simple sandwich was a discussion about food and the powerful abilities of food to create um, a home for mm -hmm. people and create like a community. It's very, very beautiful. Well, so, yes. What I like mm. about the podcast that you are describing, mm -hmm. it's not only it's about not only about the food, but it's about the history of the food. Absolutely, and it's educational, mm -hmm. and I really like that aspect. Mm -hmm. They sound wonderful. Yeah, yeah, so. they do. I think you would really enjoy any one of these, <laughs> any one of these fine podcasts. But um, so there's a lot, there's a lot in them as well, you know, sort of. But then food itself, just like the podcast, the good podcasts that are talking about it, really encompasses everything that's interesting in the mm. world, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's science, it's art, it's history, it's yeah. politics, yeah. it's geography, it's community. Right. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, biology. It's, it's <laughs> all of those great things. So there's and and I've also find what's really interesting, not only sort of the the, the bonding of myself and my friend who listens to the sporkful actually introduced me to the sporkful is that I find when I'm talking about these issues with 
in those days before COVID, when I was meeting out meeting people from mm -hmm. other cultures, it would be a great way of kind of like connecting with mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Uh, for example, at friends of mine, the uh, sort of friends of mine, there were um, the last social gathering we had were friends of our uh, friends of theirs who were. Um, I'm trying to think of, but they were from. They were from another culture, but right. I happened to know a cult, uh, know a lot about that culture, right? Because there's a filmmaker that I admire, right. who Adam Agoyan, who's a Canadian filmmaker, who is also um, from that culture. Mm -hmm. So I knew a little bit, and also from the cooking as well too. Wow! So we could discuss this, and I learned from them that you know apricots were really that a lot of people who had come from their country had had gone to actually places where apricot California being one of them. I mean, certainly not Western Canada, <laughs> but where apricots were plentiful. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it sounds terrible, but I also, the other way I was able to contribute to the discussion was because the Kardashians are like this, and it's it slipped my mind of the the Kardashians' background. That's Don't look at me. I have no okay. idea what those people and it's are. Just, it's drawn completely out of my head, but I'll blur it out. I'll blur out the background. It's terrible. All apologies for, you know. Um, I don't think the Kardashians need your apology. They, no, they, no, they need to that, apologize to us. They need the culture itself. But, but I never, needless to say, I didn't tell these friends of friends that that's how I knew, you know, right. sort of the little, I thought the little that I did about their culture enough to generate a discussion. Right. So that's the beautiful thing about food. Um, and and these podcasts really create, like, so that's the beauty of, of food as a, as a podcast and as a subject is that you can create a connection with people. So even if, like in my case, I know woefully a small amount about uh, Armenia and the Armenian people. I knew enough via the podcast to be able to to make what what ended up being a lovely connection mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the, with this couple through this. So the second category of the type of podcasts I enjoy, which I alluded to earlier, is the type of podcasts where they're uh it's about ideas and it's about uh new ideas scientific ideas philosophical ideas and also the kind of ideas that are that people have you know intelligent people have held but have been refuted right but didn't necessarily get the memo or you know find out that new information has come on the scene whether it's something a historical incident or whether it's uh you know, um, a scientific discovery mm -hmm. and you're still, people are still, including myself, are still thinking about things in, uh, you know, the, the common, the common wisdom. Right. So there's one show that I particularly stands out, um, uh, head and shoulders is a podcast called you're right about dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. And Michael and Sarah, who are the hosts of the show, they're both journalists. Michael works for Huffington post and Sarah is uh, working on a book about the Satanic Panic. That is actually one of the shows that they did, one of the most interesting shows. They will often do uh, multi-part multi, uh, podcasts uh, about subjects that are of, of complexity, but one mm -hmm. of them was 
in the 80s, this whole kind of satanic panic where people were talking about uh, ritual satanic abuse and there was issues with people who had gone for therapy and they were reclaiming, reclaiming the quotes around that, uh, memories about having been abused by cults that their fam parents and family members were part of. I think and I did hear a lot about of people's that, yeah. lives. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear? Like, I've heard this, something about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was actually, it, it was really interesting because Michael and Sarah, as they always do, do a deep dive on this where they're talking about what was going on in in, a, in the U.S. at the time, mm -hmm. what was going on in the world, what was going on in the country at the time of that, and how it kind of relates to this whole situation where it was the the awful thing wasn't that there was this widespread satanic sacrifice right. and ritual sexual abuse of children but that uh well two things came about because of that or two two things connected with it was that on one hand it ruined the lives of all the people who were falsely yeah. falsely accused obviously enough to be accused of child abuse is one of the most heinous awful things and if mm -hmm. you are not indeed guilty your life is is ruined and i mean um, your reputation is ruined anyways because whether you're innocent or guilty people tend to think you're just guilty exactly it's like with the whole where there's smoke there's fire right but what so but what michael and sarah both talk about this in is also and this is a kind of a, a vein that runs throughout many of their shows is that while people were focused on something that wasn't going on not on a wide scale right is that they weren't focusing on the general issue of the shall we say without being flipped the garden variety child sexual abuse that was going stripped of any of the devil worship satanic aspect of it which is far more widespread than people <laughs> but than you people know want to believe i think that that's a, a tactic actually used by the news where they you know fo make you focus one mm -hmm. thing while something's going on here so mm -hmm. you're not paying attention to what's what the right hand is doing there bait and so switch baby. that's bait right and switch. so yeah exactly and sometimes that's by design and sometimes that's by uh you know sometimes that's that's sort of the way things go but sometimes that's deliberately done so it's kind of like as long as the conversational space is being occupied by one thing nobody's thinking about something else and and that's so michael and sarah do like there's lots of research done and each one sort of they trade off on doing you know researching a topic and then the other one will ask them questions about this yeah. and it's just it's very very thought-provoking right. and this is one that i've spoken to at the earlier in the podcast the type of podcast where then i am off to do some research they provoked mm -hmm. this not because i'm yeah. like let's see if they're right or not right. but it's more like let's go further on this so mm -hmm. uh, kudos to them great you're right about dot ellipses dot 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 right a great podcast high on my list Another one that I really enjoy is um, Akimbo, a podcast by Seth Godin, mm -hmm. who is a, I hesitate to use the word guru, but he's a singular uh, talent, very well known, many books published about, how can, how can I describe it? It's like marketing always has that kind of a, I don't know, I was patina, that kind of sheen of, you know, it's like, how do we fool people? Uh -huh. Seth Godin, in his books and in his podcast, uh -huh. is the exact opposite. It's a matter of 
understanding human nature. Right. And there's a certain, there's very much of a sense of accountability and responsibility in terms of the products that you're, you know, with, with being it, whether it's an intellectual product or a physical product that you, your company are marketing and creating, that there's a sense of, is this, is this something that is going to be, is going to benefit people? Right. So I just find that so many of his episodes, if you're a person who does have a small business, and is looking at ways to promote yourself and your product is very helpful. Oh, just good. If you're, if you're a student of human nature. Oh, neat. So, and, Actually, and that one both. kind of intrigues me. <laughs> it, is, it is really interesting. And, and uh, again, sort of the deep dive about things, the discounting popular wisdom based on, because based on actual evidence, right. as opposed right. to here's how we all think, well, here's how we're all wrong. Right. So that is Seth Godin, and that is Akimbo. And the title of the podcast refers to the way that actually a, a, a tree, like the flexibility where it bends with winds, it's uh -huh. strong and resilient, but it bends to where the wind goes. So right. there's a sense of being timely, but still rooted in what your beliefs are. You know what? I might check that one out, actually. So that is, and, I, and I love, and, and, and Seth, uh, Seth Godin, true to his, you know, his well-deserved reputation as somebody who who is memorable and has memorable ideas, it's so important in a podcast, yeah. both in, in having a podcast and also in uh, selecting a podcast is to have a title that's memorable. Exactly. So yeah. There are many ones, Gail, as I was compiling my list and uh, I'm thinking, oh, what, what was that one called? And I can never remember the name of it. I mean, yes, I could go to my phone and search for that. Yeah. But just talking to somebody about it, mm -hmm. uh, just recalling it, if it's not something that really is, you know, has that kind of like wow factor to it where it's, it's yeah. singular, you remember it, has an interesting story behind it. If it's something like here, you know, yeah. generic, then you're not going to recall it and you're not going to be able to pass it along. So that's kind of a Seth, a Seth Godin property as well, too, that it's nice. uh, that you can pass it along. And then the, the, um, the, another, another one that fits in the idea category is the one about, um, called the uh, alarmist. Oh yeah. So the host of the podcast is it's actually got one of the most amusing uh, entrees into the pod. Entrees, entries, intros, intros. Thank you, entrees. Not the food. <laughs> I was thinking of food there. The, the most, the one of the best intros because um, the the host of the podcast talks about how she is she has a unique gift and the gift is to make everything like far worse than she's a catastrophist right oh. so you think it's going to go in one direction but then she smartly sort of like corrects course and talks about how talking about things in history who is to blame so it's all about assigning blame who is to blame for the Lindbergh kidnapping who is oh, to blame for the Hindenburg blowing up who is to blame you know sort of so she talks about you know, historical events right. near and far or in the past and, and fairly recently, and then just gets a panel of people who are experts, historians, mm -hmm. you know, um, writers, and who've, who've studied these cases. And then in the end, they decide who is actually the person to blame. And it's right. quite, there's a very much of a tongue in cheek, even though some of the episodes they're talking about are quite 
serious episodes that right. deal with crime and war and and mm-hmm. consequences, catastrophes. But there still is, um, like like the podcast you write about, dot, 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 there's also a sense of reflection on who the responsible party really was. Everything right. is more complicated in these complicated incidents and right. it's never one person but sometimes one person has got a lot more blame than everybody a else. disproportionate <laughs> amount of blame than somebody else where it's like who really is to blame for this so that's um yeah so those those three podcasts are ones that are high on my list of the ideas right provoking uh intellectually stimulating and uh-huh. just send me off doing more research on sometimes on topics i was either never knew about or had no interest whatsoever in until I heard these fine people talking about these ideas. Well, that's really cool. I I like that it sends you off onto these voyages of knowledge. It's portals. It's portals. Portals. Yes. Portals of knowledge. Yes, indeed. Well, I only have a couple of favorite ones. I I don't have a lot of time nowadays to uh, actually, like a lot of free time to just... Uh, listen to podcasts anymore mm-hmm. I because um, I did a lot of that when I when my um, current job I was doing different functions mm-hmm. so I would listen to to stuff while mm-hmm. I was doing mm-hmm. my work mm-hmm. and now I don't have a lot of time for that but I mean mm-hmm. I have a few a, a couple of them tell us about them Gail I will carry Amy <laughs> I really like uh, grammar girl quick and dirty tips for better writing Okay. I I do enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in a while, again. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I I have enjoyed writing in the past, and grammar is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I like it. It gives origin. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to ask. I was going to ask why do you enjoy it so much, or do you, how do you find it useful? Well, it gives origins on grammar and punctuation, mm-hmm. which is really kind of cool because mm-hmm. any kind of knowledge is is really kind of good for you right Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. if you if they're not terribly relevant sometimes it's Mm. still good to know Mm. right um has there been a particular tip that you've like run with i can't pinpoint exactly one because i mean there's so many good ones yeah there's so many so many okay she's really good Mm -hmm. um they give the functions and the punch on the punctuation so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm how you use it mm-hmm. um it's also the the person that does it is so good like her voice is so nice oh, i really like okay. it i really enjoy okay. her voice so that's imp- that's you very know important in a podcast so um yeah hmm. and um it also gives you tips for writing like creating characters and stuff so i mean that's really super helpful oh, if you're writing okay. right like yeah, just absolutely you know absolutely. i mean I, I love that it gives she gives those kind of tips because it's just I mean mm. that kind of knowledge is so valuable mm. when you're mm-hmm. writing like stories and stuff so yeah so that one I really like Grammar Girl so quick and dirty a, tips for better writing just to comment with that just I would I would assume like I believe that I, I followed her for a time a few years ago uh-huh. online so just like with the food ones. I would think that, oh, a grammar podcast, how would that work? Like you can see grammar online, like mm-hmm. on a web, you know, on a on a page, right? Online. But um it still works, even yeah. given 
orally. Yeah. As a podcast. So that's inter- that's really interesting. I'm going to have to check her out. And I'm so, a note taker. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, if there's something I need, I write mm-hmm. madly. Mm-hmm. But again, and you your can. left hand. We're both left hand. Left hand. Shout out to the self pause. That's uh... another one I like yeah. is the history chicks. Oh, it's about okay. women in history. Okay. And it's really kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, my favorite episodes are like Elizabeth Bathory. Yes, mm-hmm. that. Who I don't know who that is. Oh, she. See, I need she... to be listening. I need to be listening to this podcast so I can find out who Elizabeth Bathory. Yes, yeah, she, she's Countess, okay. and uh, she bathed in the blood of. Oh, oh, okay. I know who she is. I didn't know what her. You know, her formal name was, yeah. but I know, okay, she would bathe in the blood of young virgins, I believe. Yeah, not okay. quite the best of people, not but, you that. know. Not for that. I, I enjoy the podcast Fat Mascara, which talks about, uh, you know, uh, beauty, the sort of beauty products and and things, but I don't think that they... No, 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 no there, I don't think so. no. Yes. Um, and people like Catherine the Great, mm. who was awesome mm. on... So many levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, you know, she was great. Lizzie Borden. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the uh, the poem Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her father forty wax, her mother forty wax. When she saw what she done, she gave her father forty one. Yeah, nice girl, nice yeah. girl. <laughs> <laughs> but again, okay. So Gail, question for you with this Women in History podcast. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh uh, no, it's the History Chicks. The History Chicks. Do they then? do any because i know like particularly with lizzie borden there's been kind of a revisiting of her case mm-hmm. through kind of a modern lens in terms of that they believe that there was sort of abuse in her family and that there was kind of a revisiting do the history checks i haven't seen any but oh, okay you know okay so it's uh but it's it's a modern sort of a modern take on these yeah. Sort of extraordinary women. Telling you about yeah. them and stuff yeah. like that. And extraordinary can be awful as well, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extraordinarily awful. Extraordinarily awful. Yeah. Um, so their episodes are usually an hour long or so, mm-hmm. and uh, but they do have some 30-minute ones, which, mm-hmm. is, are, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have 30-second summary, which I really like. So they just mm-hmm. summarize... Oh, what that's handy. Do. So where um, did they do that? When did they do that? At the beginning? Of the at the beginning, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. And uh, yeah. they really seem to yeah. enjoy themselves. And, mm-hmm. and I really like to hear mm-hmm. that, them, mm-hmm. just people enjoying themselves doing that. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. those were the, the major two that I listen to when I can. Um, well, that's all, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to check those out because they do sound really interesting. And it's always good to be introduced by. And I value your opinion on these things so of course kind of like, so it's it's always to get that uh that take on uh what you're listening to what you're spending your valuable time on so i've i've got uh, a few and they don't fit into a particular like they don't fit into the food or the politics or the ideas category Okay, so I'll just briefly mention mm-hmm. here. So one of them is Canada Land, and uh, I listen to a whole slew of political podcasts, but most of them are by Americans talking about American uh-huh. politics. Well, we're here in Western Canada, and it's kind of nice to have a dedicated podcast talking about in depth about Canadian issues. And right. Jesse Brown, who's the host of Canada Land, was the one who several years ago broke the story about uh, Gilles Gomeshi, 
um, at CBC. So those of you who are familiar with that particular uh, case um, will know of which I speak. So Canada Land, really interesting podcast. Jesse Brown is a, an extraordinary journalist. Credible, very credible one. Uh, another one along the journalism in the journalism aspect is Citations Needed. So this is a podcast where they do a deep dive on political issues. And one that I liked from a few, one a standout one from a few months ago uh -huh. where they talked about the home channel and about the whole kind of gentrification and the whole, these flipping houses uh -huh. on the... Uh, what is it, the Home and Garden Channel, right. or yeah, yeah, yeah. several networks where they talk about this, and it's kind of the undercurrent of that, because what they're actually doing is kind of like wealthy people supplanting a lot of, you know, sort of working people, and uh, and gentrifying these homes, and that's kind of an unspoken, that's something that's not addressed, that's the darker downside of that. And so Citations Needed does some great journalism in that mm -hmm. regard. Um, then the... Uh, my penultimate choice is, and this is in no particular order of these podcasts, but Knife Point Horror. So if you're looking for what? a good, oh, uh, Knife Point Horror, and you would love this one, Gail. So they release far, they release episodes far too sporadically and infrequently. I would mm -hmm. love it if it was like every day and I would listen every day. So what they do is old-fashioned scary stories. It's basically a narrator with a few side effects. Mm -hmm. sometimes a bit of like musical background mm -hmm. but mainly it's the sound of a voice and a story well told and interesting told oh. a very spooky disturbing story that often goes in directions that you wouldn't expect so really it's not your standard kind of like you know sort of like ghosts in the house and the person just thought-provoking very interesting ideas and one in particular the thing on the stairs often i listen to podcasts at night and I actually had to turn it off because I was so terrified. Wow! So let me say, knife point horror, you do a superb job of scaring the hell out of this lady. <laughs> and uh, I'll finish off with the final, um, well, my final choice is one called Overdue. And the hosts, Andrew and, uh, and Craig, Andrew Cunningham and Craig Getting, discuss books that um, they really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And... Some of these are old classics, right? you know, and some of these are newly released books, but it's mm -hmm. not like a current release. They're not a book review podcast. They're like, uh -huh. here are books that strike our fancy. Oh, and, I like those kind. And I, what I really love about this is that my, I've, I've current gone, gone a little bit like obsessed with Matt Ruff, R-U-F-F. So they were talking about Andrew and Craig on Overdue were talking about his book, uh, the Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraft Country, mm -hmm. which I believe is on HBO. Yeah, right I've now. heard of that. I wish I could I was, watch I was, it. For some reason, I was thinking it was on Amazon Prime, and I was going to ask you about it. No. But, uh, um, I would have watched it already. I've heard sort of various, and it, it sounded intriguing. Mm -hmm. And then they were talking about the book itself, which was written by Matt Ruff. Right. And then um, uh, Jordan Peele had approached Matt Ruff about actually taking his book and uh, and creating a series out of that. Right. But then I checked out, as I often do with authors, where I'm like, this sounds really, this sounded interesting. And I'm currently reading Set This House in Order, so uh, which is a, one of Matt Ruff's uh, past catalog. He's got several other books out that I will be, I will be, 
checking out. Excellent. So uh, what I love about Overdue is, well, as what I love about all the podcasts in general is uh-huh. the way that all of these are portals to other things. Whether right. it's creating a dish, whether it's um, making you think about a political issue, whether mm-hmm. it's making you think about a historical incident or whether it's scaring the hell out of you, uh-huh. or whether it's introducing you to authors old and new. Right. It's it's a way into a richer life. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, now that we've talked about all of our favorite mm-hmm. ones, mm-hmm. can you tell me why you're doing this podcast? What what is you know what is your reasons that you want to do this podcast? That's a great question, Gail. And seeing as this is a co-production between the two of us, this is something that was important for me to share with you. And the reason is, is for that very reason of the dissemination of ideas, which isn't as dirty a word as it seems. (laughs) Um, Both, I have some very scintillating conversations with friends, Uh yourself included. And there's lots of lots of ideas that we exchange, all sorts of interesting things in this world. And I thought, just as these podcasters have shared ideas, mm-hmm. I wanted to do this podcast with you, have these conversations in the course of this, share some ideas uh-huh. and, and give us a, a legitimate, not that one needs an excuse, but give us a legitimate reason to do research into areas, to take a particular subject matter and run with it and then just share it with people. And whether it's for a handful or for millions of people to listen to and to derive some, um, to learn something, to, you know, have an experience, to have some thought provoking discussion, that's that connection with people. That's a big major part of it. Nice. Yes. Now, how about yourself? Well, you know, I did a podcast before. Although this was like 13, 14 years ago. Oh, when so I you was, were really ahead of the curve there. I guess. Yeah. Um, I was, I called it the Single and EI podcast. Oh, okay. Because I was single and on EI. Hey, there you go. Truth in advertising, <laughs> right? You weren't uh, yeah. faking anything. And I, uh, basically that podcast was just giving people information on, you know, job search and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I found yeah. that really fun. And then mm. I joined a podcasting group mm. in Calgary briefly. Mm. And that was fun. And I, I just thought I wanted to do it mm. again. And of course, mm. I've got a great partner to do this Likewise. this time. So mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just totally worked out. And, and I really enjoy it. It's kind of a creative outlet. And, mm. you know, I've I learned a lot of things like editing and, mm. you know, mm-hmm. just just a lot of things. So mm. it's just been really great. And I that's why I, I want to do it. I'm doing this. And and the mantra, which is something that you've reminded me of in the last few weeks, is that what we're doing with this podcast is it's it's a work in progress. Yes. So something that I've admired in other people and uh, other people who are podcasters and YouTubers mm-hmm. um, is the ability to to get better in the public sphere. So mm-hmm. by doing that, I hope to overcome my crippling perfectionism. You're already improving. I'm just so <laughs> proud of you today. Thank you. Thank you. It's just which of many of you who are stricken with this terrible ailment, no, doesn't mean that 
everything that you put out there artistic or otherwise is is at is the very best you can do it becomes that you often don't do anything because it's either perfect or it doesn't exist and i keep trying to tell um kara amy that art is chaos <laughs> so, so that is and that could be the subtitle for our you know our autobiographies yes art is chaos so something to keep in mind the and 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 also to going back to the philosophy is that it's particularly in these times where there is a lot of issues regarding censorship online mm -hmm. and just people feeling that they have to be very careful about their words which is not the same thing as people feeling that you know people being respectful mm -hmm. of people people treating people kindly and humanely but this sense of stifling discussion about things mm -hmm. sometimes as somebody as more than one person has said the answer to people saying offensive things isn't to shut those people up it's more discussion around what they're saying well i think personally that if you try to shut people up it just goes underground and then it exactly. festers so it's best to have things out in the open but that's just my opinion like yeah. i don't know but i mean with this podcast i'm just having a whole mm. lot of fun mm. you know and, and that's what shows you know it shows and you're <laughs> glowing with that i just glow yes like, the the audience can't ask. see that but they just have to take our word <laughs> what was something else that i think of with podcasts which are if it, what are podcasts but basically as i was explaining it to an older person who was like they didn't understand the podcast the concept and i said it's like radio stations on online on the internet it's like the cbc's um talk show channel yeah on the internet and many yeah. people can start it's easy to start up you don't need your own radio station yeah so the cost to entry and that, that seemed to be like a good explanation like yeah that seemed to be an explanation that you know he was able to to understand uh, to, to, to understand to relate that but i think back too to the the old adage adage about radio where somebody was somebody was asked you know why is it that you know like a child that an apocryphal story about a child being asked like why do you prefer radio to this newfangled television right in the mm -hmm. in the oldie old timey days and the child answered i prefer radio because the pictures are better so part of and you know and i still i kind of i still think of that in terms of when you're looking at you know anything that has a video component there's so many things you've got so many balls in the air uh -huh. in terms of what you have to get right because you don't have to be perfect as we were talking about but things still have to be visible you still have to there <laughs> yeah. has to be enough like there has to be and so too with the audio portion but mm -hmm. the thing is is while you'll accept a very well-made podcast um where the audio is good mm -hmm. and there's no picture tell me something like I, there, there's no way that you could have some video component where there was no audio or poor audio yeah so the whole thing is is and goes back to what i like in other podcasts and what i like in what we're doing here is that there's the focus on the words there's the mm -hmm. focus on the ideas yeah and you can think what you want you don't even know oftentimes what what you know what people look like what mm -hmm. uh what the studio looks like what the setup you're just focused on the sound of the human voice maybe a few sound effects mm -hmm. you know yeah knife point horror 
to add to the experience, but for the most part, it's the sound of the human voice telling about a story well told or an idea well expressed. Exactly. That's a, that's a great way to put it. And then me is just like, I want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> but there's room for there's room for all of that. Right? Absolutely. There's room for all of that. So we so dear listener. We hope that you will check out some of these illustrious podcasts that we have recommended, that we will continue to listen to. And we bid you adieu and happy listening. Bye.